The following podcast is a glimpse into the life of First United Methodist Church in Beaumont, Texas. We pray it is a blessing as you seek to love your city with the heart of Christ. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts together be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord. Our rock and our refuge, our strength and our salvation, our hope and our help. Amen. My favorite restaurant has nothing to do with the food because while the food tastes good, it's not very good for you. My favorite restaurant, maybe the style of restaurant that I like the best, has everything to do with God. You see, I like the Waffle House. And I knew they sent us to the right city when I counted five Waffle Houses on my iPhone map in Beaumont, Texas. Within five miles, five Waffle Houses within five miles. I like that. (laughs) It's the best place to live in the wide world. And the thing that I like about the Waffle House was coming back from the monastery with, with, with Jim, and, and, and we stopped in Arkansas for lunch at a Waffle House, and we, we, we sat at the counter because it was just the two of us. And right there in the midst of everything, we got to overhear the kitchen and wait staff converse about how the manager sat in the back room and would come out and turn up the heat because it was cold in the back room and they'd be in the midst of the kitchen with the fire and the hot water for washing and they were always hot. I said, where's the thermostat? I'll turn it down. <laughs> I'm a customer. Customers are always right. <laughs> they said, no, that that's all right. <laughs> and then... One of the wait staff got a phone call. Somebody covered for her while she took it. She got off the phone, and it was news about a family member's health, and it wasn't good. At the Waffle House, at the counter, you are present in the midst of the lives of everybody who's there those who were eating, those who were cooking, those who are serving. And the reason that I like that style of restaurant is because that's what I know to be true about God. God is in our midst. God is among us, and God is with us. Always has been, always will be. God has been with creation since he spoke, let there be light. And Psalm 46 begins with God is our refuge. I don't know about you, but I come to this place as a refuge. From Long E Chapel 
to the sanctuary, to Rothwell Hall, to every classroom, to every office, to every rehearsal space. And I am grateful for those who had the vision for this congregation in this city to build this facility. Amen? I mean, we, 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 we can meet as a gathered body in three different spaces. And we know that right now we kind of very closely, very tightly fit in Longy Chapel spilling out into the foyer because on our second Sunday um, here, we got to do that because the air conditioning was out in the whole rest of the facility. And, and, and now we've been in here for several months and, and soon we'll be back in the grandeur of our sanctuary. And we worship God the same in all the spaces and all the places because of the gathered body and the truth that it is God who is our refuge. The psalm continues, there's a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. You see, what happened when, when at the right time God sent his Son, it made every city the holy habitation of God. And I don't know if you know it, but, but just to our east, there's a river that runs next to the city and brings much up from the coast and brings much down from the rest of Texas. And I like the water and the river, and I believe that God wants to be glad in this city, and I believe that God wants to use those who are willing to love this city. And our motto is to what? And I think 7 and 11 must be my favorite verses. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Sometimes Holly reminds me that I'm a lot like Jacob. For about three weeks before my ordination as an elder, she said I was unfit for human companionship because God and I were locked in a wrestling match. And after the bishop and the other elders laid their hands on my head and ordained me, when I walked, stood up, my left hip hurt. And I don't know if you recall the story immediately, but Jacob wrestled through the night and would not relent and said, bless me, tell me your name. And God said, all right, I will call you Israel, but I'm going to touch your hip and he limped the rest of his life. The God of Jacob is our refuge, and sometimes that refuge may be a wrestling match where we struggle and yearn for God's work to come through us and to be fulfilled in our midst. Then we come to that funny word that scholars debate how to pronounce it, much less what it means. I looked it up this week, and I heard Sulah, I heard Selah, I heard Selah. And I remember the words of my first Bible professor. He said, say it with confidence. Most of the folks don't know. <laughs> the 
It means pause. It's instructions for the choir leader. It means breathe. It means be still. Selah. Verse 9, he makes wars to cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Paul reminds us in Romans 12, verse 18, that so far as it lies within each of us, live at peace with everyone. So far as it lies within us, in our abilities, beyond our abilities, in God with us, live at peace with everyone. When you're at church camp, we focused on verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. And we had 258th and 9th graders in the Copeland Center, and 258th and 9th graders can get wild. I mean, you talk about being in the middle of the action, and, and, and the thing that we did to get their attention was that somebody in leadership would get a microphone and say, be still, and everybody would freeze. And then in a moment, they would all say, and know that God is God. I run into a pastor who was at that camp, and he'll look at me out of the blue. We'll be at annual conference. We'll be at a district gathering. We'll be someplace. He'll look at me, and he'll say, be still. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I forgot. He, he remembers that. And every time I see him, he says, be still. And I'm like, okay. He scares me. But what if in our busy, busy world, we took a moment more frequently than we do to just stop? And to be still. Because we know that the Lord of hosts is with us. And the God of Jacob is our refuge. This psalm reminds me that, that sometimes when we, well, every time we pray, we're, we're, we're taking our, our needs and our desires and our hopes and our dreams and we're putting them in God's hands. And, 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 and that's the right thing to do. Pray as if everything depends upon God. And then sometimes, sometimes it's immediate, sometimes it comes around a little while later, but sometimes God, right when you pray, puts it back in your hands and whispers, work. And that's the beauty of our congregation is that we understand and we practice and we remind ourselves regularly that God's intent is to love this city and every city, and God's intent is that we would be in the midst of that, not just at the countertop of the Waffle House, but in behind with the people in our city where they are 
not just waiting here in downtown for everybody to come to us, but going out in their midst. The reason that every November we cultivate an attitude of gratitude is because we are thankful for God's presence among us. And that thankfulness flows out into being God's presence with the city around us. Some of our folks have been, been taking videos of kids who were thankful. I invite you to watch along and be thankful. I'm thankful for all my people in my family so I could have a good family that loves me. I'm thankful for everybody. I'm thankful for my family. I am thankful that Jesus died on the cross so that we can have a good life. I'm thankful for my cat and my dog. I'm thankful for my mom and my dad. I'm thankful for that God gives us food and gives us parents. I'm thankful for my family, my friends. What are you thankful for? I'm thankful that we get to pray together. I'm thankful that our choir loves to sing. I'm thankful that we're here together in God's house with each other. I'm thankful that we're sent from this house to be God's presence in the world. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information, please visit our website at www.lovebeaumont.com.